let's just let's have a car wash to get the word out um and uh, make some flyers and hand out the flyers a fucking podcast car wash i bet you we'd be the only podcasters ever who's done like a like a sexy car wash so how much is go. it it's free we just want you to listen to our it's podcast it's free but you have to oh, listen to an thanks. episode of the podcast while we do it but I, I literally have to watch. They drive off. <laughs> stay, I don't even want no, my no, car no, no. washed. Stay I would rather car. have a dirty car than stay fucking in your do car. that. We'll put the car. We'll, we'll put the episode on while we work on your car. Why don't we, we take, record the? Then we take we their record engine. the episode while we work on the car. Oh my god! There we go. Then we take their engine. I like yes. that. So I like yes. including. We that sell part. their engine for parts. You know the best marketing is crime. I think somebody said that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. just ask him like, just be like do you understand violence <laughs> do you know what's the, best, what's the best way to market it's extreme violence do you know how to hurt a man because I do so I do. do you understand you, uh, violence can you uh, do you want to know just, how uh, I got this knife <laughs> You want to know where I got this you want to know soda? How... <laughs> you want to know where I got my shoes? Welcome back to Sci-Fi Cross-Sections, a weekly podcast dedicated to everything science fiction. It's me, your sci-fi boy, Colin Brandon, and with me tonight is... Mark Bucker. I am Ben Young. I'm Bill Jarvis. Andrew's back. For real this time. And tonight we are talking about the 2005 uh, not-blockbuster hit, uh, Stealth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was going to say not-blockbuster is an understatement. This was 2005? Uh, I believe so. Wow. Yeah, July, July of twenty oh five. Um, okay, Stealth was directed by Rob Cohen. Uh, it was written by W. D. Richter or Richter. I don't know, man. Make up your mind, bud. Uh, starring Josh Lucas, Jessica Biel, Jamie Fox, Sam Shepard, Joe Martin, and Richard Roxburgh. And Wentworth Miller as the, the vo- he's the voice of Eddie. Oh okay, yeah. This was peak. That? This was peak Wentworth Miller, wasn't it? <laughs> this this time this time period, he was he was everything. He was he was doing doing work, and then he around. disappeared off the face of the planet. He got self conscious. Well, and then he came back as a villain in the Flash. Oh, good for him. Actually, if you notice in the movie, he actually like really character acted into a plane. <laughs> um. <laughs> Use method. Very method. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, so the budget for this film was $135 million. The box office was $79.3 million. Oh, Ooh. Ouch. Yeah. Sony. Can I get a foghorn sound effect, me? Uh, <laughs> honestly, it's Sony Pictures, so they're probably just used to it at this point. Um, just kidding. Spider-Man did well. <clears throat> okay. Um 
Ben, good luck. Well, actually, I'm sure you'll be fine. What is this movie about? I did want to just say that Art House never makes its money back. All right, moving on. It's a... <laughs> <laughs> more like farmhouse. Three stealth fighter pilots are assigned to an aircraft carrier to teach and train an experimental, artificially intelligent UAV named Eddie. But after some unorthodox lessons from the crew's loose cannon Lieutenant Ben Gannon and a lightning strike on landing, Eddie develops a personality of its own and goes rogue during a top secret mission. It's stealth. So what what lame like mid 2000s butt rock song am I using for uh for the uh synopsis thing? Am I using something it about would be the, the, the opening it. the opening song of stealth? Godsmack? No, just use ink just use incubus. Um You have a lot of Every uh, other song in this fucking movie was incubus. Don't use don't use any of that because but, um, we're not allowed to, but use... God, I said Godsmack already. Um, uh, three Doors Down, wow. Three Days Grace. So is this going to be one of those podcasts where none of you appreciate a good fucking movie when you see it? Because, yeah. like, <sighs> this movie had everything. Jesus, man. It had jets. It had a it talking had robot, It had artificially man. intelligent UAVs. It had Jessica Biel. It had Russians. It had North Koreans. It had nuclear weapons. It had a blimp with fuel in it. It had a <laughs> ring of fire. Like, how can you not like this fucking movie? Like, I, like it was so... This is fantastic. Roger Ebert, I hope you're fucking being eaten by worms in your grave for what you said about that mo- this movie. Because it is good all right well until next time <laughs> i have nothing else to say oh man okay I, to, to, to be honest this movie actually like i i was going into it thinking it was going to be bad and i mean it wasn't great but it was a passable mid-2000s action film with a really otherwise terrible soundtrack <laughs> the soundtrack um, was sorry go ahead count uh you know, you know, I'll get into it, I guess, in a little bit here. The, the soundtrack was fucking awful. Awesome. You mispronounced so awesome. He's a fucking, like, sen- <laughs> sentient <laughs> AI robot, not Mark Botker. <laughs> <laughs> what? Mark's, fa- Mark's music favorite music choice. is all of that. I think he's talking about the songs that Eddie would yeah, blast the score, on Yeah, his the missions. score itself was good. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking when about. When she was the behind, en- when like- Jessica Biel was behind Enemy Lines at Korea, like there was a re- there was like a really haunting sort of like sound, like soundtrack, like or like a score there. When she was uh, in the process of parachuting, but trying to escape the the mm-hmm. burning wreckage above her, there was like no score there. It was just right. her. I I don't know. I, mean, I just did not feel the suspense. The oh, score was, really was it- needed there. It was scary, man. Like, I mean, everyone's sitting there watching and just listening as she's like, because that's like how they're supposed to do it. They're supposed to tell them exactly what's going on so that the people at Control know that she hasn't passed out in the process because they have to, like, know she's okay throughout the whole thing. So she has to keep narrating what's going on. I thought that was a haunting scene. I thought it was really, like, on the edge of my seat. I was like, oh, shit. It was a bit harrowing, yeah. I don't know. I didn't, uh, I don't know. Like, I, 
am I going to say I enjoyed the movie? Sure. But mm-hmm. uh, at no point did I say this was good. I enjoyed it like a Fast and the Furious. Yeah, that's one way to look yeah. at it. I enjoyed well, it like yeah. a fast food burger. First off, yes. the, first off, the techno babble was fucking ridiculously dumb. Oh yeah, <laughs> like they didn't even try, man. Polyfiber uh, space uh, wing quantum material. brain quantum. What did they say? Brain. Quantum blood Qu- is his quantum veins or something like that. <laughs> no. was like, what? He's got there ain't no human blood in them quantum veins. That was he's it, got yeah. more neural networks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and as, as long as we're talking about groanable moments, uh, and it's funny, is every time he like would say something, Matt was uh, next to me at his desk watching, and it was just an audible groan every time Jamie Foxx would say something, because the toxic masculinity in this movie is just like ungodly at times. I know it's 2005, but fuck. <laughs> this is like the Dane <laughs> Cook era of like action sci-fi. <laughs> you mean really good? No. <laughs> Oh, no. Is the movie dated? Yes. Is the techno babble bad? Yes. Are the jets cool? Fuck yes. So cool. That's all them, you know, like, and furthermore, this movie does a better job getting its point across about technology and war than Outside the Wire could ever hope to do. And I know for a fact that Outside the Wire thinks it's smarter than Stealth is. That just could be because Anthony Mackie's not a good actor. Okay, so they actually... If you want to get into that, uh, yes, this movie's a lot smarter. They're raising those same questions of, is it better to have an unmanned, you know, robot doing the work than an actual person? Which is what Outside the Wire was trying to get across, but um, I don't know. I feel like... <sighs> Fuck, I don't even know where I was going with that. Uh, yes, they do a good job of raising those questions. On you know, A human can break orders when need to. Um, I guess the robot fucking does too, so what does it matter? Well, he learns it. He, he learns it from watching him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I learned it from you, Dad. <laughs> yeah, parenting. It all comes um, back to parenting. I um, think... So- what was awesome about this movie though is that by the end of it like at the end of outside the wire they're like technology just bad bad for creating it bad 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 and it's like okay cool thanks this one by the end of it is about synergy right this is about utilizing the tools and uh accepting that the future is now and rather than fighting it or embracing it finding a middle ground where ben gannon gets into the cock the the cockpit of the artificially intelligent jet and now human and robot are one and together they go to save jessica beal which is something they neither could have done by themselves because ben needed to get there and the plane is in fact a plane <laughs> <laughs> the plane's got this no skin plane. in the game. Plane. 
Uh, at all, he, technically. He could have he landed. What would he have done once he landed? Shot the sniper? He Maybe, but he would have shot Jessica Biel, too, because mm. it is a plane. Um <laughs> I think, God, I feel like I'm in the writer's room for this movie right now. This is this is amazing. I think there's a, there's a really deep message of synergy and teamwork by the end of the film. Honestly, okay. So Ben, I agree with you. Thank I you. believe you're welcome. I believe that there was a conversation that Ben Gannon and uh, Captain George Cummings had uh, at one point about you know separating yourself from the violence. And not thinking about the consequences of your actions because they don't affect you as much, which is really what the sort of point was. But at the same time, it was also a point made that this is a tool and a tool is only as evil or good as the user. So if the person using it, such as Captain George Cummings, is sort of self-centered, I'm going to say sort of evil. Um, the way he did things was evil. Then the way Ben did things was good. And so you have that dichotomy between the two's actions. And so as Ben taught the plane on accident to defy orders and do what needs to be done, and then they took it in a, you know, sort of played on that. And then uh, the captain uh, was just trying to cover his own ass, which went during his sort of, you know, death scene. The only thing I could think of was Danny DeVito at that bridge saying, suicide is badass. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the difference between being a politician and being a warrior. I keep like, guns in my, in my toiletries. <laughs> and that's it. I just shot the floor. Um, <laughs> that floor was looking at me weird. Um, but uh, no, no. So, so I think like the, the tool is the technology. And to be afraid of the technology as just itself is foolish because it's not being used. It's the way in which you use it. Mm -hmm. That's exactly it, Bill. That's exactly <laughs> it. So the, the real question we need to be asking is why wasn't this movie nominated for any Academy Awards? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I heard it was because they didn't give Jessica Biel a belt at any point in this movie. For some <laughs> reason, her clothes did not require belts. Low, no. ri low rides were a thing. In the military? Yeah. <laughs> gotta, in the sexy military? Know. The Air Force is its Low own rides. thing. Gotta keep morale high. The Air Force is its own amazing thing by itself. It's not military. It's, it's planes. Well, it's cool. Funny you say you know, that you because they're not sexy. actually part of the Air Force. They are naval aviators. They're part of the Navy. Oh. Though. Naviators. Okay, then I don't get it. Did Where's the belt? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> It's a, naval aviators well, wear belts. It's it. I've seen it. <laughs> Where the we, fuck are the belts, Jessica Biel? As we all know, the Navy boys and girls, they're not a fan of keeping their pants up by their hips. If you know what I mean. <laughs> they wear jumpsuits. I was gonna say they like they like to go swimming, but yeah, that too. <laughs> and also, why was she not wearing a flight suit? I feel like flight suits are standard since like the nineteen fucking. 40s. She's wearing a flight suit. Ben Gannon definitely didn't wear a she flight wasn't at suit the end. after she he was got not wearing Eddie. a flight suit at, at the end of that movie. She there was wearing a lot pants. of safety concerns. There were maybe, a lot of... maybe she was wearing clothes underneath her flight suit. 
there were a lot of a lot of safety considerations that went through my mind when Ben hopped into Eddie and I'm like, there's no five there's point no harness. <laughs> there's no five point harness. You're just bouncing around that cockpit. Okay. To do one half, half G burn and you're fucking toast. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, th- maybe the G's just keep them in a seat, right? That's yeah, what the G's if, are if for. If you only, think about it, if he's only keeping doing a seat, that, if he's, if he's only doing one G on everything he does, yes, technically, I guess it makes go. no difference. But I can't guarantee that. But he is a robot, so he could probably figure it out. He he could recognize. He's like, oh shit, my my boy Ben in here doesn't have a five point harness. I'm gonna need to do one G on everything. This weak human, so he can. This weak human with delicious brain tissue is gonna bounce around and become damaged. <laughs> That's probably my only complaint is when Ben got into the cockpit, Eddie at no point said, mmm, yummy human. Yeah. <laughs> I really wanted the cockpit to do, um, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> you, you taste better than I imagined. What? What? <laughs> what? Huh? What? what? <laughs> that's weird. Don't make it weird. Yeah, <laughs> that's, they actually, they cut that line out when he asked, but wait, it's an unmanned craft? There's a cockpit. And they're like, well, we used to man it. <laughs> we don't need more. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like, so, so it really went off the rails with Captain George Cummings. Can we just, can we just talk about that character <laughs> for a second? That dude was nuts. It just went off the fucking rails. It was like, oh, this is a cool guy. This is a cool guy. And it's like, and then he's just like, I need to pass this fucking yeah. plane. Like, and it just gets out of control. Oh, it's fuck. just insane. Uh, and as long as we're talking about the, the bad guys, the like secret politician guy, every time they fucking show him, the camera's just like really awkwardly zooming in on this window and like shaking slightly. And it's just like, why the fuck are you filming it like this? I was like, I was like, but what in my mind when I first saw that was like, okay, somebody's secretly photographing or videoing him. Nope. No, that's not what happened. Nope. And oh god, that was just awful. It's to let you know that you're you're in you're in on the secret now. You're oh, there man. as you. I've, I've it's sorry. actually political. <laughs> they actually couldn't afford anything else. They just bought some political intrigue um, stock footage and just sort of <laughs> threw in the film there. <laughs> so as long as I'm continuing to air my grievances, what the hell was going on with all the uh, RGB going on inside that uh, aircraft carrier where they like <laughs> maintain where everyone's. You know, the headquarters on the aircraft carrier for this uh, squadron or whatever. The lights make them work faster. Duh. All the computers uh, that they're working on, it's just like RB, RGB up the ass. It's like, oh, what yep. the fuck? Just got to have those LEDs yeah. everywhere. My boss said something funny to me this morning about that. He's like, yeah, this movie was supposed to be like, you know, what technology was going to look like in the near future. Now it just looks like everybody's desktop computer. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's yeah, true. It's that's very true. Oh, and I think it's funny how like consciousness becoming apparent in code is actually like just just equations, formulas just thrown around, just like just some random differential formulas just thrown in there. Did you notice that? Like, it's just very interesting. Nothing about that was actually like code. But no, it was in code. 
right mm-hmm. yeah yeah we were talking like, about so, that it's, it was just like it was it's like one of those it's like taking techno babble and slapping it on a movie except like 10 times worse and making it like so that every single person that knows anything about programming or what code looks like just like like i bet you if we pause it and probably like go through it uh frame by frame we're gonna see like e equals mc square written somewhere in there <laughs> i swear to god <laughs> Like that, like that gif of uh, of uh, the lady thinking about stuff. Was it just uh, was it just Laura Ipsum? Just constant Laura Ipsum. Laura Ipsum, yeah, everywhere, everywhere. Just Laura Ipsum, <laughs> and just some equal signs thrown in there. <laughs> also, there were so many fucking moments where I just kept saying "No means no, dude." Either to Jamie Fox or to that damn plane. I I don't know, but this movie <laughs> the, was the, just like I was doctor. triggered. I was triggered the whole fucking time. <laughs> the doctor, especially. You're right, Mark. That was fucked up. Well, the doctor, doctor was trying to kill him. <laughs> I know. The doctor just give you a little something for the just give you a little something for the pain, dude. Even when the plane was trying to get fuel, access denied. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Access denied. Then he just like fucking shoots off the end of it and just like jams. Oh, no. Then so he gets. I was like, oh my god. This, this is toxic masculinity imagery like what the fuck man 2005 wow. was a dark fucking year man yeah wow okay so this is all toxic masculinity because you told think of you the men in this movie and then and then i well let me let me just bring up my point my point is the genius point this is all toxic masculinity thank you colin i was going to <laughs> I was gonna no. What I was gonna say is that like there's there's those issues, and then also the fact that um, the fact that by the way, who makes out in a bar like that? Who just like turns their head and they're like, we're making out now? Like, what is going on there? Never You've clearly, attract, You've clearly never been Jamie people. Fox. Yeah, but all of these people are clearly Fox. in their early thirties. Shit, <laughs> we're in their early thirties. Don't this do is that. Prime time for us. They, I have to go. Also... I, have, I have to go pee pee. We have to go. We have to go to the bar. <laughs> what the fuck was that, by the way? I don't know. I think I don't know. Sorry. She. She. I do know what that was because I oh. thought long and hard about that scene for a Damn. very long time. It was. She was. It was. She was saying a phrase that would be universally understood in any language because she was trying to get the girl away from the table. No, no, so we're talking said, in the beginning. I have to go. In the beginning, oh, I with missed the blonde, it the, the blondes uh, that um, oh, then she what's was his just name making was fun made... of that. Yes, that she was making fun got of that. It, got it, got it. Yeah, I missed that part. Sorry, yeah. dude. Were there no bras in two thousand five as well? <laughs> no, 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 no bras, no belts, no service. Don't you remember the bra famine of two thousand five? <laughs> bra yeah. famine, bra famine. <laughs> so what? Um, so okay, so a cool, cool, really cool aspect of this film that I actually really, really enjoyed was the um, the way they shot the uh, well shot, I guess, um, the plane sequences. Right? Yes. Was that badass or what? Like, I awesome. feel like that's just sort of, you know, I feel like there was this like, I feel like they did what Fast and the Furious did with those sorts of zoom in sort of animations that they did, like within the engine. And they did do it with it literally within the engine, but taking it from like taking a like a seamless shot from like aerial view to cockpit view, even though it looked, you know, you could tell that they they fucked with it a little bit to make it work. And you could <laughs> tell that. But I thought it was such a cool concept. I thought it really was just like it just felt badass. 
the way well, he Bill, did it. I have Sam news Shepard. for you. Rob Cohen, the director of this movie, also directed the 2001 smash hit franchise starting engine revving the fast and the furious gone in 60 no seconds yeah shit. amazing absolutely amazing yes yeah. he directed that and triple x i don't know <laughs> how i couldn't tell <laughs> wow All the same genius the lost cohen brother just thinking about triple x the other day <laughs> oh oh wait pizza boy that was pizza boy in the first fast and furious right um Who? never mind nobody's seen that movie i guess no yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nobody's actually. Do I look like I watch movies? So, speaking of engine revving, <laughs> when uh, what's his name Ben what, Gannon. What, Gannon? Gannon? Ben Gannon has to like do his quick little crash land onto the carrier. Uh, not crash land, but you know, it's definitely a harrowing experience. As soon as his hook hits the uh, uh, wire. And it comes to a stop. There is literally a car engine rev when it comes yeah, to a stop. And I was like, I I, that too. "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. It must it must have been a throwback to his uh, Fast and Furious days? There's a V8 in that thing. Oh, bud, you bet. <laughs> Supercharged. They got is NAS. That a, is that a Supra? Supra? Is that, is that a Supra? Yeah. Um, I did. I did also want to talk about how I'm I'm happy that at the at the end of it all, like they throw they throw uh oh god I, I don't remember her name I just keep calling her Jessica Biel. That's fine. Throw, we all know who Jessica Biel is. Kara Wade. Behind, well, we try to do the character names. We try. We try. Uh, they toss Kara Wade behind enemy lines in North Korea of all places. A shocking and revelatory twist that I did not see coming. Yeah. And was truly a. a wonderful use of the current political climate but they had every chance to make her captured by north korean militants and make that whole situation and while she yes needed assistance by the end of it and i bring it up because we're talking about toxic masculinity in the movie she needed assistance she needed aid she did not need to rescuing per se she wasn't captured she was always fighting back she was always finding a way to get one up on the rest of them and yes it was getting progressively worse and worse so of course she would need aid but i appreciate that in a movie filled with as much toxic masculinity as it did which i agree it does have um that they didn't damsel in distress the lieutenant you know pilot of a stealth of a stealth fighter you know like she is obviously a capable and good fighter and i'm glad that they showcase that but she yeah. definitely knows how to hip fire from 300 yards away well that's what i said <laughs> capable and good <laughs> okay <laughs> she's rainbow she's like, man she's like ah, and then just takes out 10 people 200 yards away 300 yards. they don't teach that in the army they don't wait. But they definitely teach it in the Navy. <laughs> they don't teach that in the Air Force. <laughs> Bill, what the fuck? No. Yeah, no, this was great. This was wonderful. Um I was, trying to look for, I was trying to look for some fun reviews. Ah, a dumbed I, down wait. Top Gun crossed with HAL 9000 plot. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. The, the, but I the was... thing is, is Top Gun wasn't toxic masculinity. It was complete homoeroticism. So mm. it's the no, complete that, opposite. We call that, 
We call that healthy masculinity. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Hey. Fair enough. Fair enough. Thank you. All right. I like this. Um, I like this uh, notation on the rating, the mature rating for the movie. Moderate violence, infrequent coarse language. <laughs> infrequent. <laughs> yeah. Infrequent coarse language. <laughs> I'm oh, a heckin' pilot. God darn it. <laughs> What was the no, thing no. about, like... You don't fucking talk to me like that. I'm a fucking pilot. Someone referred to Jamie Foxx's character as an invader. He's like, I've been called that once or twice. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? No, 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 no. Hostile invader. <laughs> god damn it. Oh, my god. Oh, oh my, god. my god. No, there are so many red flags with Jamie Foxx's character. I was like, this is not okay. I like in the I one scene feel, where I did not feel sad when he died. Sorry, go ahead. When they're they're doing the uh, the different different cabins, like their study routines and the music they were listening to, and he's got headphones on in his cabin, and then they cut to an outside view, and his music is like jamming out through the walls. You're like, wait, didn't he have headphones on in there? Ruined the entire movie for me. Just unwatchable. You, you clearly have never been on a college trash. campus, Mark. <laughs> he didn't know he wasn't plugged in. Here's some uh, some interesting behind the scenes tidbits that I didn't know about. Uh, this were actually this was actually shot on air, aircraft carriers. They actually shot aboard the Abraham Lincoln, um, and they also shot some scenes aboard the Nimitz and the Carl Vinson as well. Because uh, they they were just similar areas that would have I assume time constraints they couldn't get everything on on one aircraft carrier so that just they went goes to, another. to show you that if you have enough money the U S Army or Navy or Air Force will let you fuck around with their shit bro I swear to God it's free recruiting advertisements for them of course they're gonna fucking let that one slide yeah uh, and not to mention I'm sure they paid money to be on there regardless well like, like i said it's like no it's free not recruiting. enough money i'm sure there's just i'm sure you you as long as there's like they're like yeah you get a week of leave time you know like it will send everyone on leave and you get a week to shoot on here and if you want to oh pay no those for anymore that aircraft carrier is absolutely still operational and in use they just keep people out yeah. of the shots no I, I, i've talked to people yeah. who what's no, free, that's free extras yeah no really it's I knew one of my teachers when I was in middle school actually worked on the submarine that they filmed uh, part of Hunt for Red October on. And oh, nice. he's like, yeah, we were just doing our job and, you know, they're going to shoot in this direction. We move out of the way. That's cool. Yeah. Is, Hunt, is uh, a Hunt I'll... for Red October sci-fi? Oh, wait. I just, this is on RogerEbert.com. <laughs> oh, fuck. Where is it? It's like soon all four of them are having lunch and the three pilots are discussing military secrets in front of that Thai girl. <laughs> Who doesn't speak English? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so perfect. That's funny. <laughs> Wait, is it, it's. Oh my god, it's like. It's that the movie is too stupid. How stupid? Nothing happens. The girl can't speak English. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I did also want to point out to the weebs in the room that. Uh, Rob Cohen has cited Macross as an inspiration oh, for the shit. film. Oh, shit. I did read that. I'm not so. a weeb, but I did. Hats <laughs> off to Macross 8299. The fact that, that you said you're not a weeb makes me know that you read that. 
You guys I are all going to be weebs in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, boy. I got to get my, my cosplay together. That's what you all do, right? Yeah. Cosplay and then mm-hmm. go, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, goo. <laughs> <laughs> they throw up a lot of peace, peace symbols. That's actually uh, V for victory. V. Yeah. The Japanese didn't have victory. It's not. Oh. <laughs> oh, and there's another country, ladies 70, and gentlemen. Seventy year burn. Damn. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I teach. I teach a class on World War II, <laughs> and 80, I don't speak kindly about the Japanese for large. Seventy five years class. out. BTFO. <laughs> they're sitting there over. They're sitting over there like, come on, come on. Goodbye, Abe-san. Goodbye. I mean, they refer to the raping of Nanking as the Nanking incident. To this day, what does that tell you about the Japanese? <laughs> so, mm. okay, a lot. Anyways, off that topic. Yeah, we love your products. I love you, Japan. They won the war in the end. It is true. With anime, no. they got hentai. They, they sure no. fucking got us. They. <clears throat> no, it's literally false. They signed a surrender. <laughs> it's like, no, they, they, they literally said, I quit. <laughs> they said, How many PlayStations do we all own? Do we all own PlayStations? Collectively, uh, probably about four or five, I would assume. Well, they were playing the long con. They eventually made stealth happen, apparently. So. Yeah. I feel like... Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah. I feel like... Can we just... And for that, damn. we thank them. Yeah, Animo Mangos. I don't know if anybody's into World War II. I'm still stuck in this Japanese thing. Anybody want to talk about World War II for 45 minutes? I can do it, but not here. <laughs> yeah. Save Different it for Colin's History Podcast. Different venue. Mm, that'll Ooh. never happen. Yeah. You have to subscribe to this. It's great. Did you guys know um, this movie has a stinger? What? No. What? Like a post credit scene? Yep. What happens? It uh it it pans across the wreckage in uh North Korea. No. It pans across, it like just goes across the wreckage and stuff and it settles on um like the half destroyed eddy core, like the ball. No. And the lights up red. Oh, <gasps> the North Koreans sequel. are going to get him. Uh-oh. If we got a sequel 16 years later, I'd be okay with I- it. And then I'll Sam Jackson it. walks out. Guys, if I if I did it, would you would you watch it? If I wrote it, could we do a table read on the podcast? Yes, sure. I will absolutely do a table read with you for. Can I be Eddie? Yes, you absolutely. <gasps> can. I either like Sam voice. Oh, fuck, I got either, an idea. I could do this voice and Mark Love. Oh yeah, guys. Yeah. What if Captain? Uh, is it Captain Cummings? Yeah. yeah. What if upon his death, his consciousness, this is already planned, it's oh. transferred to oh. Eddie? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I love it. Suicide is badass. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a suicide, though. It's just transferring his conscious to a semi-blown-up uh, robot. You killed me once. Now I'm going to kill you. <laughs> okay, guys. So... <laughs> Are we calling it Stealth 2 or Stealthier? 
Yes, that tato, that everything all together right there. Stealth, yeah. <laughs> stealth, stealth two or two. stealthier. Stealthier. <laughs> stealthier. Got it. All right, we're great. Mucho más right. stealthy. Interior. In, or no, we're gonna go exterior. Exterior. Mm. Mountains. Yep. Day. A quiet morning. Ben Gannon flies his new mech stealth jet fighter across the sky it transforms into a giant robot the new eddie hold, no 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 it needs to be edith it's a female character now yeah Love we're it. progressive we yeah edith thank you good morning lieutenant oh no sorry good morning captain good he morning got captain oh, we got promoted there's How been time you? between these fine. ben movies. gannon Good morning, baby girl. <laughs> but but in the John but in the Josh Lucas way of saying it, you know. Yes, 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 yes. Um this is wonderful. Edith is wonderful. launches her uh atmosphere breaking rockets to go to space. Oh shit. They okay. go to the moon. They're going to the moon? They're going to the damn moon! Diamond hands. All right, I'm done. The bit's done. Diamond hands. All right. I'm saving this, though. To the moon, diamond hands. <laughs> I'm saving this, though. Okay, I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, what else is there to say? That's a wrap, Cut. There's, that's There's... So, we gotta uh, do the good sci-fi bits. Sci we absolutely are. So, uh, I don't... I don't really want to know what uh, if you thought it was a good movie or a bad movie. I feel like I know at this point. Yeah, I feel like um, we're all clear on that. Uh, so I just want to go around the horn here. I'm gonna start with uh, young Marcus. Mark, is this good sci-fi or is this bad sci-fi? Incubus. <laughs> Thank you. That's, um, fair. <laughs> that's fair. No, that's perfect. What does it mean? Okay, Ben. <laughs> what does it mean? Uh, you know what? We'll find right, out next it's time. It's fine. It's fine. I'll, I'll leave the mystery be. Um, it's Incubus sci-fi. Good to know. Uh, no, it's... I, I Honestly, honestly, it's okay sci-fi. It really is. Like, is the movie over the top and out of control? Absolutely. Do I actually think it, it deserves an Oscar? No. No, of course I don't. But it's... It, it, it was talked down a lot in my life, so I think I had zero expectations walking into this, which is why I enjoyed it so much. And honestly, like I said, it presents sci-fi themes better than a lot of sci-fi movies that think they're smarter than this movie. And for that, I want to give it an okay sci-fi. That is all. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Ben. Billiam. Yeah, I think I think this had the hangover effect. Um, just so you know, when I went first saw the hangover, I had no idea what the movie was, and I fucking lost my shit laughing during watching it. And it had the same effect. I really had no expectations. I thought I was expecting a dog shit movie, and I liked it, and it was cool. And like I said, it was okay sci-fi, some cool things about artificial intelligence, but nothing too deep. So I'd just say it's okay. Yeah, okay sci-fi. All right. Uh, Andrew. Um, yeah, I mean, okay is probably a good word to describe this movie. Um, Incubus would be better, but yeah. 
Probably, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, it's already know, been done, so. Yeah, you know. I couldn't top that. Uh, Godsmack sci-fi. Um, uh, <laughs> borderline. Borderline Godsmack sci-fi. Three, three Doors Down, Three Days Grace, uh, uh, a Puddle of Mud sci-fi. Um, I feel like we're all in that wheelhouse with like if we're gonna do triple X, like, the Fast yeah. and the Furious, Disturbed it's all sci-fi, um, yep. uh, Stained sci-fi. God damn it's it! It's just strange because Incubus doesn't fit with any of those bands, but they were also in there. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's all of the period. Man. I gotta pee. Get yeah. this thing on the rails. All right. <laughs> yeah, passable sci-fi. Okay. Uh, for me, it was okay sci-fi. They didn't really ask any new questions. Didn't pose any really thing too crazy, but I think they did a decent job of at least... Uh, they didn't even do a decent job of answering them. But uh, that's not their job. So uh, I did... Yeah, it was okay sci-fi. Um, three out of ten will not watch again. Um, <laughs> Alright, folks. There you have it. That is our... Uh, our impressions on the movie Stealth. Um, next week, we are going to be covering two things, apparently. No, that that was a, there was a backup in case Chaos Walking got pushed, but it has it did not get pushed. It's going to be in theaters, so we're doing that one. Uh, in case you if you don't know what Chaos Walking is, read the synopsis. Uh, I was entertained just reading the synopsis. So. I saw a clip. I saw a clip from it, and I was like, I I didn't even watch a trailer for it, but I saw this clip, and I was like, wow, this looks weird. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm expecting it it bit off more than it can chew, but we'll find out yeah. when we see it. Um, so yeah, chaos walking. So if you can get yourself to a theater to watch it, that'd be great. Otherwise, you probably won't listen to this episode. Holy shit! This uh, movie is star studded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, we got to cover it. Uh, Tom Holland, Daisy Ridley, and Mads Mikkelsen. Also, mm-hmm. this is your mm-hmm. uh, reminder that on uh, Austin 316 Day, uh, we are going to be covering Cowboy Bebop. So if Woo. you have not started that already, get your ass on it. Woo! It's not super Ow. long. And three weeks until, oh no, four weeks until uh, Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer season two. So, so get started on that as well. Yeah. So that's pretty much what you can expect for the rest of this month. Uh, we're also doing Equilibrium third week. So boom. That's exciting. It is. I'm excited. Five, I'm excited. There's five fucking weeks in this month. I hate that. Yeah. Big month. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they I say. I get a vacation the last week of March. November. And it's like, that's still four weeks away. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, I get that. That sucks then. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be um, July before you know it. Yeah, hey, no less than two weeks till daylight saving. To, to, blip, blip, uh. All right. Thanks, Ben. All right. That's all we got. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, until next time.